the 10th episode Gem City Gridiron Roundup Podcast. As always, I am your host, Dalton Van Pelt Scotch on the sidelines. Joining us this week, free from the quarantine, is the commissioner, Zachary Stewart, rocking the stash. As yep. you know, it is November. And also joining us is One Hit Wonders, Drew. How's it going, Drew? It's going great. Thanks for excited. having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Excited to have you on. Uh, where do you think we should start, Zach? You know where we should start. Yeah, we'll start with the IRL in real life football. Man, sounds so excited. I know. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to pull the NFL game schedule up. Um, I'm actually really excited. There was a lot of good games this weekend. You know what I've really noticed uh, this week is it's kind of lonely yeah. when there's only football on. We were yeah. getting we were getting overloaded with so many sports and didn't know what to do with it. And now all we have is football. Hey, this week we do have football and we have my beloved uh, the Masters tournament this weekend as well. So it'll be Masters Sunday and the NFL on Sunday. So I will be definitely yeah yeah put, put you to sleep. That's fine, but I'll, I'll definitely watch a little bit bit of golf this week. It's not that bad. Yeah. See, there you go. I can watch it with Zach. That's about the only time in history I've ever been able to watch golf. Well, I get riled up. I watch, I watch golf like I watch football. <laughs> it's wild. Nice. I, I right. vividly remember one time watching a golf tournament. I, ha I had a full rack of smoked ribs in front of me and a six-pack of beer, and that's all I did all day. It's not a bad day. No. Not a bad day at all. All right, Packers, Niners. Packers take care of business. Aaron Rodgers looks good. Devontae Adams is a beast. And as long as Aaron has Devontae, I don't see that team losing too many games. Um, I've seen so many funny things like, um, what do you think about Devontae Adams? And everyone's like, he's good at football. And someone's like, that's a great analysis. <laughs> he's great at football. Good job. Um, yeah, not much from that game. It's just – it was real sloppy, 49ers, back of quarterback. No wide receivers. Packers took care of business. Um, the only bright spot on the 49ers was Richie James. Yeah, that, um, that guy won me a bet, I believe. He did win you a bet. Yeah, he did. Very – I'll touch on the bet right now. I have it pulled up. Um, you surpass um, – in that bet, so if people remember, it was I had the Dallas Cowboys wide receivers total – and Dalton took the 49ers wide receivers. Which is a horrible bet. Which was a horrible bet both ways. Wow. Um, I do have the breakdown. It was actually very, very, very close. Um, <laughs> Richie James scored 90% of these points. Um, he's, um, so the 49ers wide receivers had 38.6 PPR points. Um, and I had Dallas, who scored 37.8. Wow. So close. Slim margin. One catch. That's all it was. One catch, a couple yards. Well, CeeDee Lamb played pretty good, did he not? Yeah, CeeDee Lamb had six or seven catches. We, we, we can move on to this game Yeah, now. sorry, sorry. Um, we might as well fine. just do it. Cowboys, yeah. and uh, we're skipping ahead a bit, but we're talking about it anyway. It's Cowboys, Steelers. Uh, Zach and I were actually supposed to be at this game, funny enough. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. the, back, I was like, oh, it's going to be a bad game. To, that would have been a bad game to go to, but it turned out to be a very good game. Um, very with those Dallas wide receivers, 37.8, CeeDee Lamb, 6-7 catches, caught a touchdown. Mari Cooper had a couple catches. Michael Gallo, a couple catches. Sed Wilson, a couple catches. So all those added up was just point eight points short of that bet. That was I was adding them up. I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's going to be close. But Richie James had, I think, 33 of those points. Dalton Schultz looked all right. Uh, Zeke, man, what do you do with Zeke? Is he just a flex play from here on out in good matchups? In good match, well, in good matchups, he's an RB. I, I mean, I think once Andy Dalton comes back, it should be fine. They're still a little banged up on the offensive line. They are playing with their four-string quarterback. Granted, Garrett uh, Garrett Gilbert did a very good job. Yeah, he did. Um, um, very good. Um, but I think Zeke still. I mean. With how weak running back is, he's still a back. He's still RB two. Um, I'll get into some um, RB numbers a little bit later, um, but it's 
it, running back so decimated, you have to roll him out there every week. Um, I think True. I think he'll be fine. I know he was a little um, banged up this week, and he still handled a lot of touches. And they get the bye week. Um, I expect Andy Dalton to be back after the bye week and Zeke to get back. I, I expect them to get back where you could probably play Zeke and Cooper um, weekly. And then I, I think CeeDee Lamb has definitely worked himself back into the flex play with yeah. that. Definitely. But Pittsburgh, I mean, the the story was Pittsburgh's wide receivers. All of them ha- had great games. They all had 14-plus fantasy points. Um, Claypool um, had the most targets. He had 13 targets. Juju, um, Deontay had 10. Juju, 7. They've all cashed in. Um, all, all good plays right now. Dallas's defense actually looked pretty inspired. That was kind of shocking. Yeah. Well, they definitely – I mean, they pulled out all the stops. The fake – I mean, their special teams were amazing, which, I mean, of course we talk about special teams on this podcast. Um, um, the, the, the fake hammy pull um, with the throwback, they almost return it for a touchdown. Um, they get a squib kick and almost take it to the house. Um, Zerline looked good, cashed most of their points in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, they looked inspired and, and skipped the Cowboys. They're still, they're still right in the NFC East. That's insane to say. I, I really don't feel like they are, but they kind of are. Now, yeah. Drew, Drew, did you want to break down the Bills game? Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Are it? you a Bills fan or a Seahawks fan? I can't tell. Well, I was a Seahawks fan. Still oh. am. Okay. Oh. I'm a Josh Allen fan. Okay. Oh, okay. Gotcha. They, they I wasn't sure you had some, you know, a lot of Bills, and, and but your picture is a Seattle picture, so I couldn't quite tell. Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, well, since they're your two favorite teams, go ahead and uh, I'm guessing you watched that game. Yeah, it was a good game. <laughs> it was, I think, one of Josh Allen's best games. Oh, by far. I mean, as of yet. Yeah, they came out and they said, Seattle, you can't stop the pass. We're going to come out and throw it every single down. Um, and they couldn't stop them. They, they walloped Seattle. And, they're, and the Bills defense played great. Yeah, it was a real eye-opener for sure. <laughs> I'm sure it was for Seattle especially. Yeah. It was a free red zone weekend at my household, so I, I did catch quite a bit of that game. And just the Bills answered back every single time. They terrorized Russell Wilson. He looked like the shortest player that's ever put on a fucking helmet. Oh, my God, Zach. I ruined I ruined the rating. 15, within... 14 minutes in. Oh, my God. Less than 14 minutes. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> all right <laughs> why did you ruin the rating so um there's this running joke where i can't go a full episode without cussing even though i don't cuss that much in my normal life that's funny and uh when i upload these uh, these uh podcasts i have to put whether it's explicit or clean and i've only successfully had one clean podcast this entire year definitely have a losing record wow. yes it must be a long hour for you. Yeah. <laughs> Very well That's put. That's why you got the whiskey. Yes. Um, tonight is a, a Vieux Carré, which is a cocktail. That is uh, – I'm going to have to make another one at the break because Zach took so long that I drank Sorry. before we got here. All right. Well, we'll keep moving on. Um, I'll jump back. Uh, we had the Deshaun Watson versus Jake Lutton. Uh, Lutton, whatever. Luton. Luton. Um, and the Jacksonville Jaguars, man, the Texans defense is horrible. Um, but needless to say, the Jacksonville Jaguars are bad too. Um, how'd their defense do for you this week? Five. Oh, you don't, you don't hate that. No, but I'm, I'm always shooting for 10. Um, but they, the first play of the game or the second play of the game for the Jacksonville Jaguars was a 73 yard over the top to DJ Chark, the safety completely out of position. And I was like, oh, gosh, here we go. This is going to be a long day. And then James Robinson just was running all over him. Yep. Um, but that's the bright spot for the Jacksonville Jaguars is James Robinson. Definitely the free agent pickup of the year um, across all leagues. People got him super early um, after – Week one. Um, what? It was after week one. Before week one. Oh, that's right, because um, the report came down that the undrafted guy was going to be starting. Yeah, of, uh, because Reichwell Armstead had COVID. Yep, yep. Divino Zigbo was placed in the IR spot. And everyone's like, oh, it's going to be this James Robinson undrafted kid. And he's 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 RB4 on the year. Um, 
He is lighting it up. Um, when we can move to another toilet bowl, we got the Giants and the Washington football team. Um, great moment. Mm-hmm. At least Alex Smith is back in, back on a professional football field. Um, that's about professional the football bright, team. On the professional football field, yeah. Um, that was about the only bright spot of that game. And Terry McLaurin going nuts. Yeah, Terry McLaurin did go nuts. It, I got flashbacks to Larry Fitzgerald running through the Steelers secondary. Man, don't bring that up. <laughs> Broncos, Falcons. The Falcons tried to give another one away. They had them down and out early in this game. Way huge lead. And then they tried to piss it away. I turned this game off, and then Drew Locke decided to be Phillip Rivers again. Yeah, they were talking about um, the Broncos. See, the Broncos would be really good if every game started in the fourth quarter. Yes, that's about it. Matt texted me about that same thing. He 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 concurs. Yeah, the Falcons are so bad, and so are the Broncos. They're just they're bad. Speaking of bad teams, Titans beat the Bears. It was a lot closer than it should have been. I don't know what's going on with the Titans' offense. Maybe they're just playing pedestrian on purpose, but. Well, the Bears' defense is good. I I mean, that's that's the one thing keeping the Bears somewhat in it. The Bears had five yards in the first half. Yeah, and and it was like 3-0 at halftime. I mean, mean, they gobbled up Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had had 21 carries for like 65 yards. And one one carry of that went for like 22. So he had like 20 carries for 50 yards. So pretty pretty lackluster. Johnny Smith gets in in garbage time, which is great. but the, sure. I think the best game of the day, though, Chiefs-Panthers. Yeah, that was a really good game. Uh, I had that game on the small screen, and Red Zone kept cutting back to it. Oh, yeah. uh, the Panthers were putting it to them, and then Patrick Mahomes just kind of said no more. Yeah, Patrick mm-hmm. Mahomes says, I'm Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Yakata, yakata, yakata. Do you see that, uh, that play um, on the goal line? Which one? The one uh, – they're, they're calling it Ferrari right. Uh, to the Chiefs, um, you have to look it up. Um, they're calling it Ferrari right. Um, Mahomes is in the shotgun. Um, Kelsey looks like he like he's pointing like that needs to be an audible. Pat Mahomes goes up, starts like chirping out something, runs back like like a jet sweep, takes the snap, acts like he's gonna run it, takes a hard jab step, turns around, and Demarcus Robinson is firing across the end zone. And, like, you ought to watch the breakdown of it. Are you talking about when uh, they put their quarterback in motion? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a cool play. Yeah, they're calling it Ferrari right, and it's awesome. That's so weird. It's so weird to see a quarterback go in motion. Yeah, it was really cool. And then if you see, like, the slow-mo, Dan Orblowski broke it down, and, like, like all the the defensive backs and linebackers are just in panic mode. They're like, oh, crap. Like, they thought he was calling an audible, and then they all, like, jumped to the line of scrimmage, and he's just like, whoop, Demarcus Robinson, beat him, boom. And it was – it's a sick play. Drew, what other games did you check out on Sunday? Well, it was mainly the Bills game, but uh, I was mainly watching the red zone, too. So all right. I didn't watch any – specific game the whole game especially but i am sick that i traded homes now because <laughs> giving you so many points yep, sorry <laughs> well it didn't help beckham <laughs> got hurt and that that's why that probably was your best trade ever <laughs> <laughs> we've had far worse ones than that one really yeah <laughs> that makes that, me feel we've had far worse luck than that I mean, you still have Josh uh, Josh Allen, so it's it's fine. I mean, you had to move one of them. Um, yeah. Ravens Colts, uh, the uh, battle of Baltimore, and uh, the Ravens took this one. The running game looked good. Lamar Jackson looked pedestrian in the passing game, but he's got his legs back under him. Yeah, Colts kind of coughed it away. The Colts played really good in the first half. Um, the best highlight of that game is when uh, there was the fumble recovery and uh, Philip Rivers falls on his ass and, and the guy and they jump right over him to score the touchdown. It was pretty funny. Yeah. The fighting Dalvin Cooks whooped up on the Lions. It was closer than it actually should have been. Matt Stafford gets knocked out with a concussion. Chase Daniel comes in and throws a pick. 
Yeah. Without Matthew Stafford, the Lions are even more like the Lions than the Lions. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, another game that was in the red zone quite a bit was um, Tua versus Murray. That was a that was a pretty good game. Yeah. The fans and the cards. Um, Kyler Murray is he's he's a man on a mission. He's they're playing good. Granted, Tua's second career start. Um, Tua kind of got him going, and um, yeah, he didn't look too bad. Yeah, it looks no, good. He looked good. Remember at the beginning of the year when I said nobody watches the Cardinals games, and then every week since then I've kind of wished that the Cardinals were on. Oh, all the time. Like, Kyler Murray, like, he's making – I mean, it was a little bit of disappointment for Chase Edmonds. A lot of people had high expectations yeah. for Chase Edmonds this week. Um, but Kyler Murray, he just – he's slinging it all over the yard, um, running it all over. Um, I, I did see this one thing. Um, it was talking about Tua, Herbert, and we can move on to the Chargers in a second. Uh, Tua, Herbert, and um, Burrow. Because um, three – I mean – three good quarterbacks in this class, at least from what we've seen so far. Um, and grant, granted, we have a bigger sample size from Burrow and Herbert, but um, I can't remember who, which analyst said it, um, but they said Burrow and Herbert are going to be the Ben and Eli, while Tua is going to be the Phillip Rivers of the Ooh, draft class. Yikes. I mean, and, I mean, and and don't get me wrong, Philip Rivers. I think he's gonna he'll get in the Hall of Fame eventually, um, but that means no Super Bowls. Um, yeah. But I saw that. I mean, I, I could see it. Um, but I mean, obviously, very small sample size from Tua. Um, speaking but, of yeah. speaking of Hall of Famers, that moves us on. Well, I guess we can talk Raiders, Chargers, and then we'll get to the Hall of Famers. Justin Herbert. Um, Classic uh, Chargers lose by one score. Raiders um, score a bunch of weird touchdowns. And the Raiders are shocking everybody right now. They're going to be a playoff team. Yeah, they'll be a playoff team. All right. Speaking of two Hall of Famers, we had the goat taking on the goat who's shorter. <laughs> um, I did not watch this game. Um, I just wasn't feeling it. I'm glad I didn't watch it. Uh, I kept checking the score. I was like, well, there goes my kicker. I'm not getting any points. Um, so, um, I was glad to see, at least I saw the highlights. Uh, good to see Michael Thomas back in, um, see, they've kind of worked him in, didn't play out every snap, but, um, yeah. worked him in, got five, five for 50. Um, that role will grow quite a bit. I just saw Taysom Hill running all over the place. The, the Saints offense finally looked good and I don't know what the hell happened to the Buccaneers offense. The Saints defense actually came to play. Secondary was mauling those receivers all night. Uh, you got the injury to Chris Godwin. He played with two fingers on one hand. And then um, Mike Evans got hurt, I believe. Yeah, he's been banged up. But I, I've, I've heard so many things. They're like, well, this is what happened. This is what happens when you bring Antonio Brown in. Just, yeah, shit the bed. <laughs> There's another one. Yeah. Um, well, shit doesn't really count. <laughs> and oh, if you're talking about a shitty game, let's talk about two bad teams. The Patriots. Bad. Dude, Bad. Joe Flacco, Bad. man. Joe Flacco. Yeah. He's killing it, bud. Yeah, he was he was slinging it. Passed Joe Montana. He did pass <laughs> Joe Montana. That tells you the type of fucking uh, league we have here. It's just odd. He's pass happy. Yeah. Joe Flacco got that ginormous contract after the Super Bowl victory. Didn't really live up to it. He's kind of a pre he's a prehistoric quarterback in yeah. today's NFL. But uh he looked great. Yeah, he people forget he he won a Super Bowl. I will say Mackay Becton's the real deal, their left tackle, big ass dude from Louisville. But uh Yeah, I um again I um I was listening to this other podcast, the, the Roto World Football Podcast. Um they had talked about um that they 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 rebuilt the Jets in a matter of four minutes on the podcast. They said this is what you need to do. You need to fire Adam Gase, step one. You need to go 0 and sixteen, step two. You need to uh, um, clean house. You need to bring in. Um, they were talking about this. Um, hire, hire um, Joe Brady from the Panthers. You you bring in with him Curtis Samuel and Mike Davis because they're both contract year players. Uh, they bring in their right tackle, who's also in a contract year, and you draft Trevor Lawrence. There you go. Rebuilt the the Jets in about four minutes. I think it's going to take a little bit more than that, but I like the oh, thought. Yeah. 
The Panthers' was, offense has been great. Thought. Yeah, but Pat- yeah, I mean, most of those like a, co- a coach leaving usually takes a little bit of. What was that? Oh, sorry. I was just saying, Curtis Samuel gave me a ton of points this week. Oh and yeah, he's week. been he's been on a roll the past couple of weeks. Yeah, he has. Well, Dalton, right. you need a refill? Yeah, let's take a quick break. I'll get a refill, and then we'll do the matchups that matter. Enjoy All these right. tunes. Give me a second, I, I need to get my story straight. My friends are in the bathroom getting higher than the Empire State. My lover, she is waiting for me just across the bar. My seat's been taken by some sunglasses, asking about a scar. And I know I gave it to you months ago. I know you're trying to forget. But between the drinks and subtle things, the holes in my apologies, you know, I'm trying hard to take it back. So if by the time the bar closes and you feel like falling down, I'll carry you And home. we're back. Tell you what, man, there ain't much better than a freshly sliced lemon rind. Zest on your fingers, drop it in the drink. Not too many things better than that. What are you drinking again? It's a vucre. It's a French word. I think it was. I think it's like a. Uh... Well, what's in it is what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it sounds French. Uh, it is three quarter ounces rye whiskey, three quarter ounces cognac, three quarter ounces uh, sweet red vermouth, four dashes of bitters, two of. Uh, Two of Peychaud's and two of, oh my gosh. It's a very intensive drink there. Yeah, and then you stir it uh, over ice or stir it, yeah, stir it over ice, strain it in over a large ice cube and peel a lemon, peel over the top and that tastes delicious. Nice. Maybe we'll have to have one of those. It's a bit bitter for uh, some people, but it's good. I'm down to try it. All right, matchups that matter. All right, I'll I'll, I'll start. Um, I before you start, oh, dude, this whole week was underdog upset. city, upset city, upset city. I saw crazy. What was that, Drew? Your your mic crapped out a little bit. Oh no! Just I think I need to restart my internet. Oh, you're fine. What what was it that you said? Oh, just that I saw all under kind of from my win. Yeah, I mean, all the upsets <laughs> were wild. I mean, the bottom four teams actually all got a win. Um, Pat got a win. Drew got a win. Uh, Blaster got a win, and Lean got a win. So it it really condensed everything up. Yeah, it was um, kind of a wash week. Yeah, it really was. Um, and and the first, and to start it off, uh, Blaster opt out for Harambe, um, put up another 165 plus week. Um, it helps when you have the man Dalvin Cook putting up almost a 40 burger. Um, he beats me 167 and change to 144 and a half. Um, still had a solid week um, for myself. Um, just got a little lackluster from Derrick Henry and J.K. Dobbins. Nothing much for my kicker defense. Um, and then instead of perfect lineup, that's all I could really do. Um, and then same with Blaster. He set a perfect lineup, switched in J.D. McKissick last minute, worked out well, regardless if he would have played Naheem Hines or Carrion Johnson, he still would have beat me. Um, just, I mean, good for him. You got Aaron Rodgers and Dalvin Cook and um, putting up big games than everyone else, just putting in solid, solid work. Robbie Anderson, Mike Williams, Ebron, McKissick, Aaron Jones, um, just – Solid week overall for Blaster. Gets him into the playoff mix. Picks up Albert Akwujubunam. Akwubajunam. Albert. Uh, go, ahead, go ahead, say it. Oh, God. He, he just dropped him. Um, yeah, he got put on injured reserve right after he picked him up. Um, Albert Okumwagabom. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, or Albert O, as they call him in the, the 
the football o- world. Oak Wuba Janobi. Um, no. They've got a couple <laughs> fun names. They've got a really couple of cool names on that Broncos team. Uh, one of my lieutenants oh, answers the phone. Hello, this is Lieutenant Okajubunubi. <laughs> oh, man. But needless to say, a good win for Blaster. He's got some podcast magic back-to-back 165 pointers. All right. We had my matchup. I lost the two-time champ. He gets that 5-4 to four lead on the Lamore Bowl. Takes care of business, 147-123. to 123. Um, I actually was up by point oh four. Whooping your ass in the Lamore Bowl. Yeah, no, it's five to four. I just counted it the other day. That's not my count. Well, learn how to count. I guess I don't know what to tell you. Maybe I'll have to go back and look. I have a big D- difference. DJ Moore, if I didn't need him next week, would definitely be riding Pine. That's two weeks in a row where he's done nothing, and that probably has something to do with Curtis Samuel's production. Yeah, definitely. All right, moving on. Drew, would you like to break down your matchup? Had you had a second second to pull that up? Yeah, give me one second and pull it up. All right, while he's uh, pulling that up, I'll go ahead and uh, break down Pat. Well, up. I have the Lamar Bowl pulled up. All right. Go ahead. You – I thought it was five for him. Do I not know how to read? I think you were looking. No, you don't know how to read. That's a problem. It's, you've beaten him. Uh, you beat him in the first year, and then he ripped off one, two, three, four, five, six in a row, and then I you beat was, him last year. I yeah. thought it was the bold. Yeah, bolds have the win. Oh. I don't know. Maybe I was looking at something else. Needless to say. Needless to say. It's a lopsided matchup. Same with Blaster. Blaster's in mine. It's lopsided. Um, yeah, I was 6-2. and two. Um, Blaster got the win, though, this year. All right, Drew, did you have an opportunity to pull up your matchup? Yep, got it. Go ahead and break it down for us. Josh Allen was my big leader. Uh, Fearless leader. Yeah, he gave me <laughs> – yeah, exactly. But uh, – yeah, he went off, <laughs> pretty much. He had, I don't know, phones all. So, and he wants three touchdowns, three passing touchdowns for 415 yards, which is pretty decent. Yeah. And then, yeah. Let's see. Um, Zach Moss wasn't too bad. He's the rookie yeah, uh, he's running back. On. He's coming yeah. on. And then Stephen Dix, he had a good day for – gave me 20 points. Um, and obviously Julio Jones was decent. And Jimmy Graham was a surprise. He gave me 17 points. So not a bad matchup there. I call him Jim. And Jim Graham. <laughs> Jimmy Graham. <laughs> the older, Jim. Wiser, older Jim. wiser, less productive version? Yeah, yeah Jim Graham. <laughs> yeah, the Seahawks taught him something. <laughs> but yeah, um, Man, I had I didn't Curtis Samuel on my team. I just picked him up too. My kicker. Wow. Two fifties. Two fifty plus. It's the number so, two kicker in all the land, by the way. I know. Yeah, just sitting out there, just waiting. Yeah. He's got a great schedule the rest of the way, too. I'm looking on the fantasy site, and it says he's started 20% of the time still. Wow. Yeah, people fall in love with their kickers, and they don't ever move them. Like me. Um, Like you. you Rodrigo Blankenship. Blankenship. (laughs) I may or may not be moving on from my kicker once again this week. I was going to move on from my kicker this week as well, and then I realized there really isn't anybody out there except for one guy, and his matchups aren't that great. That's why I go week by week. Neither. Rodrigo Blankenship. Blankenship. All right. Go back to 
We got Patrick and Stuart Brinkman, 108 to 62. The Brink put up a stinker. What is the Brink looking like lately, anyway? Uh, he's still hanging on. He's four and five. Um, he's got Michael Thomas coming back. Um, so regardless if he played Drew Brees or not, he still would have still would have lost. We were talking about Patrick's lineup last week. He had everybody on by or injured. He was able to squeak out a win, picked up a few players, flipped a quarterback, flipped the defense, and added a running back, and he got it done. Yeah, he took our advice. He picked up Tyler Irvin. But it was funny. All I mean, it was funny after um, he did all this before the podcast came out. Perfect. Because the podcast came out on Friday, and Tyler Irvin played Thursday. Yeah, work happened. It took me. Yeah, back. exactly. And again, Tyler Irvin with, and we can foreshadow with the bet. I lost that bet as well because Aaron Jones played. So good. Another bet for another bet win for. Um, I needed it. I needed it. Yeah, they got 20, about 24 points. There's only a 15 point threshold. I know I took the risk when um, Aaron Jones was maybe going to play. I didn't uh, think he was going to play. That's why I made the bet. Well, it is what it is. I mean, I, I, I don't – I think if Aaron Jones wouldn't have played, I would have won that bet. Um, or maybe, maybe not. I mean, the 49ers sucked on Thursday night. So, um, Tyler Irving could have had a bigger night. The 49ers defense doesn't scare anybody anymore. No. Moving on, Zach, go ahead and take the honors. All right, we had another upset. We had uh, Lean and Redskins' faux life. Um, knocking off Dark Horse um, and Garrett. Um, another upset, um, lean got a bunch of solid games, a big game from McLaurin and big game from Chark, which he's been hoping for all year long. Um, His running backs did nothing. Yeah. Um, nothing. Le'Veon Bell and Mike Davis, Mike Davis is going to be back in the, back in the mix with CMC potentially out at least a week, um, with a shoulder injury. Dark horse been struggling a little bit with his running backs. Um, he definitely threw out the good old Jordan Howard 19 yards rushing in one touchdown. Good for one touchdown a week. If he played all 16 games, I'm sure he'd have 16 touchdowns. <laughs> um, but um, other than that, just a, a little slow, slow game from Dark Horse. Um, um, he should bounce back just fine. Threw in Antonio Brown. Definitely give him credit for looking for um, a, a home run, home run hit that week. Didn't quite work out, but it's all right. Speaking so, of Jordan Howard, is that another bet win for me? Nope. It was if Matt Breda was active. Oh, he was inactive? He was inactive. All right. I think I still would have won it. And I went, no, I wouldn't say that. He fell into the end zone just like he's supposed to. Rodrigo Blankenship. Okay. All right. We got Jake from State Farm. Heath finally stopped sliding down to the basement. Okay takes out the number one team in all the land and show me the money, despite a 37-point performance from Kyler Murray. Had he gotten the same spectacular performance from DeAndre Hopkins, we'd likely be spitting a different tune. Definitely. Um, Hopkins had a slow day. Uh, it, was a, it was a big Christian Kirk day. Um, Christian Kirk and tight end day. Um, and Fitzgerald played really well um, in that game. Um, and he also got a, a donut from Justin Jackson, as did many people did in other leagues. People projected Justin Jackson to be a, at least the top 15, 16 running back this week. But, of course, it had to be Kalen Balage. Cole, listen to me when I'm talking to you. Okay. M move on from the Chargers running backs. <laughs> it will do nothing for you. <laughs> but just get your hopes up. Move on from the Chargers running backs. They will do nothing for you. But needless to say, it was a big win from Jake. Uh, I, I keep saying Jake. I don't know why. It's just because of the name. Jake uh, Fromm. I know, Jake Fromm. Um, but it was a big win for, for Heath. Um, needed the win. All right. And that concludes the matchups that matter. Duh. Now let's move on to the matchups that currently matter, which is the Week 10 between yeah let's look at the week 10 projections here now projections are subject to change uh we're not really rattling off the numbers anymore because not everyone sets their lineups early enough in the week which is not a problem it's all about personal preference 
Exactly. First off, we got myself taking on Drew and the One Hit Wonders. Both of us have some major bye week issues. I'm missing uh, my stud, my number one player, Travis Kelsey, as well as Amari Cooper and Todd Gurley. Whereas Drew is missing Sammy Watkins and Julio and Julio mm-hmm. Jones. But I have Curtis Samuel to take his place. There you go. Plug him right in. There you go. Uh, if you look at it, it appears we both have severe running back issues. Yes, this week especially. Yes. I have from day one. That Yes, that's true. <laughs> day one never changed. Well, hopefully Devonta yeah. Freeman gets back this week. Jerick McKinnon's playing a little better. That's going to help you out a little bit. Um, yeah, for sure. And then I get – the Brink 04 this week, early projections don't, don't matter. Um, I do have my stud, Mr. Patrick Mahomes, on a bye this week. Definitely I'm going to roll out me some good old Las Vegas Raider Derek Carr at this point <laughs> in the week. Um, other than that, not many bye week problems. Um, I have Pat Mahomes, obviously. He's got a Chiefs defense and Calvin Ridley on bye. Um but pretty much else than that, full strength. Um, he's got Michael Thomas back. Of course, I just know Michael Thomas is going to go, you know, probably 10 for 120 and maybe two touchdowns this week. Um, sounds about right. Looking at the next matchup, it's Patrick and Dark Horse. That makes me not feel so bad about my running back issues. Um, this is probably the first week where Patrick is not the one struggling at running back in the league. Definitely not. He's getting Kareem Hunt back. Obviously, it's James Robinson. He's getting all his bi-week players back. Daryl Henderson's going to be back again. Um, and Dark Horse has a bi-week conundrum like Patrick had last week. His only player he can plug in at the time at this time is Mark Ingram, who I don't know if he's Maybe even going to play. We'll see. So. Uh, that should be a very – watchable matchup between the two of them how crazy is this look at this you know how you said that the standings have really sandwiched together yes we have someone who's five and four who's in the fifth position and someone who is four and five in the 11th position yes exactly wow this sandwiched in after last week this week is going to be very important yes speaking of which uh the corona division won four to two last week um um, so that, that makes a big difference too. A lot of the lower teams are in that Corona division. Um, got some big wins. All right. We have, uh, lean and Heath looks like Heath has a few bye weeks kicker in a, a flex position. Uh, lean has a, his one and only tight end on a bye. I am sure he will drop that tight end or make a move on Sunday morning. Like he does every week. Um, so, we will see how that works out this week. Um, otherwise, everyone's pretty healthy. You'll have to find a tight end, which is even more desolate than the running back position. Um, mm-hmm. You might as well shoot for high upside, and if he goes for 15, he goes for 15, and if he goes for a zero, eh, that's tight end for you. Now, the marquee mm-hmm. matchup of the week. Yes. This is the one to pay attention to. It is the number one versus the number three. Cole versus Cody um i Do think die. Do die. i think last week we also had a one versus three which was wow. very entertaining yeah so technically this is one versus two because they're still in the they're the leaders in opposite divisions even though Sackett may be number three on the leaderboard he does own the the leader position in the other division so it is one versus two Do die. Do die. all right go ahead and get this last one you know your brother loves it when you give him bad luck yeah, my, my brother, he takes everything so personal. Um, I was at uh, bre- breakfast with Blaster this week. He's hoping to get a third win in a row. Um, Luke is back on another losing streak. Um, Luke is potentially going to be getting Nick Chubb back this week. Um, so we'll see how that turns it around. Um, but um, definitely Blaster has been playing the best fantasy ball out of the last couple weeks, back-to-back 165 pluses. Um, and anything's possible when you have Aaron Rodgers slinging it all over the yard and Dalvin Cook running through everybody's defense. 
Um, and he it's a Monday night. It's a tough matchup for Dalvin Cook at Chicago. Um, but tough matchup. Yeah, still booking, you know, probably 18 to 20. Drew, any thoughts from the week that was or the week that is to come? Um, no, not really. I'm just hoping to see. Is it even possible for me to make the playoffs at this point? <laughs> Let me take it out. Look. Uh, you would definitely have to win out. Um, if you want to get in the playoffs, you're going to need to be six and seven. Which is possible. Ooh. Which is 100% possible, especially this year with how sandwiched together everyone is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's true. The well, goal is not to finish last in the playoffs. So, enough. yeah, as long as you don't finish dead last in week 16, nobody cares. That's right. <laughs> and what if you do? You get to sit on the toilet seat for during the draft. You have wow. to sign the last. Yeah, you have to sign the last place toilet seat trophy, keep it for the year, and then sit on it at the the following draft. So, okay. I'm telling you right yeah. now, if I ever win that damn toilet seat, I am going to use it. So you. No, better, you're not. You that better. Is <laughs> that is gross. Don't ever do that. You you better seal those signatures by the time I get it. Oh, dear. I hope you never get it. I hope I never get it, too. But if I do, just know it will be used. <laughs> It'll oh, be given to you with saran wrap and duct tape. That's right. All I right. Have, I have both the trophy and the toilet seat sitting next to me in my office because neither people from last year have them. That's probably bad luck, but I guess it's I not, not. I have not touched either one of them. No, you shouldn't. It's uh, it's not also not the original suck up cup, so that probably has something to do with it. Yeah, I I would like to think that we're the reason why Ryan suck up is still employed. <laughs> yeah. All right, so let's, let's move on. Yeah, let's re- recap the bets from last week one more time, would you? All right. So the bets from last week. Um, was which wide receiver had more points, San Francisco or Dallas? Dalton won that, 38.6 to 37.8. Under over, Green Bay running back points, the same game. We weren't sure if Aaron um, Aaron Jones was going to play. I took the under, which was awful. Never take the under. Um, Dalton took the over, got the over. I have a problem with this bet. I feel like you swindled me. Which one? on On the kicker bet. 35 field goal attempts. Yeah, I feel like you swindled me out of out of this one. You're like, oh, they only had like 36 last week. 37. They kicked fucking 48. <laughs> they weren't even close. 48 on Sunday alone. The weather must have been better. There must have been more indoor games. I was like, oh my god, I got crushed. 0 for three that week, which is fine. The season total for the weekly bets. Yeah. Um, myself eight, Dalton seven. Wow, I made up some huge ground going 3-0 this week. Yeah, you did. And you the season-long season long bets, all the season-long bets are a wash. None of them are correct at the moment. Okay, so so I'll be honest. I didn't actually look at stats from field goals attempted from any week before last week. So I really didn't know what the average was when I made that line. That was awful. I was oh. counting them up, and I'm like, you, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it was Sunday only that you counted, What's right? Good? Yeah, it was only Sunday. 40? There were a couple games that kicked like seven field goals. <laughs> Is it you guys that are betting? Yeah, we're betting. Yep. Interesting. Yep. So, so the bet is, um, if, if you can't tell, Dalton is going bald. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 And if, if I win, Dalton has to grow his hair out for, what was it, two months? One month. One month. Hair <laughs> yeah, a beard. And then hair and a beard, yep, because you can't grow the beard. You can grow the mustache. Let's hope it happens while we still have to wear masks at work. <laughs> and then if I lose, I would have to rock a mustache, mustache only. Which I'm, I, I'm doing <laughs> as a test run until my beard grows back. A um, porn stash over there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so um, that is the bet. So it's a total at the end of the year, winner take all. If it's, I think- a, push, if it's a push, do we both have to do it? Uh, no, we flip a coin, and Blaster is the one who gets to flip that coin. I'm not uh, relying on a freaking. We both should have to do it. Mm. <laughs> that would be wow. good. I like that. Maybe, 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 yeah. I guess we can we can talk about that. Yeah, both of us. And no, we're talking about it right now. If it's a push, then we both have to do it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. All right. How does one come out of it? What's up? Oh, yeah, the coin. Never mind. I forgot about the coin. (laughs) No coin. He says no coin. If it's a push, we both have to do it. Yeah. Sounds good. And and speaking of which, like the season-long bets. I think I'm winning. You potentially – I mean, Adam Thielen is not a top-12 receiver. Godwin or Evans are not catching 13 touchdowns. And that's still possible (laughs) for Evans. Um, Thielen is a top-12 receiver right now. He's 15. What? Does anyone want to bet about the Bills going to the Super Bowl? No. No. These are like weekly bets. Oh. (laughs) Um, I have Alan Lazard top 40. Still possible. MVS is 63. And Lazard's like 75 now. (laughs) So, it's still possible. Uh, Lazard should be back this week. Top 40 was a bit of a stretch. And then – yeah, top 40. I mean, that's why it was bold. Like, I didn't realize it. There's so many good receivers this year. It's more deep than you could ever imagine. Well, we made it after week one, and they both had good week ones. True. Um, and then you have Burrow as a top 12 quarterback. He's at 14. Yeah. And I have Ben, and he's at 15. Um, I should If I went Herbert, I would have won. He's quarterback number nine right now. Oh, God, yeah. All right. So, so I have the bets. I will take – um, all right, you take the first. Hey, uh, Drew, feel free to participate in this, all right? We want you to give us your input on this, what you would do. Okay. So, I, I'll i take the first one since you keep jumping the gun on me. I'm taking the first one. All right. Zach's going to go first, then Drew's going to pick, then I'll pick. Okay. So, here's the, here's the stat line. This is – so, running back 25 for the season is equivalent – to wide receiver 36. Oh, you were talking about this when you called me the other day. I got yep. you. Which, which position scores more? Running – so, it's specific. Running back 25 or wide receiver 36. They're both – it's about a half a point difference. Like, they're real close. But wide receiver 36 is wide receiver 36. Um, so, so, you get running back 25 or wide receiver 36. I am going to take – I'm going to take wide receiver 36. All right. Go ahead, Drew. Are you taking running back 25 or wide receiver 36? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely running back. Okay. 25. Dalton? Um, They're both close. Like I, said, I mean, I want to make this interesting and take the running back, but I don't – I don't really see any way that running back 25 beats wide receiver 26 or 36. Screw it. Screw it. I'll, I'll make it interesting. I'll take the running back. Okay. Running back 25. Give me it. Granted, there are, I mean, again, there's four teams on a bye. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to lose. Like, again, like they haven't, it hasn't been an overwhelming, like I went a week by week basis. Like the, the biggest gap was maybe like three and a half points. I'm so going to lose this one, but I'm taking the running backs anyway. It was, well, I, I mean, we're all close. You, you think win. I'm going to win? Yeah, definitely. All right. All right, Dalton. Here's your, here's your first. It'll go me, Drew, then Zach. Yes. Yeah. Both of these players have the exact same touchdowns total for the season. And they both play each other this week. Who has more total touchdowns? Josh Allen or Kyler Murray? I mean, it's both, both running threats. So, who scores more touchdowns? It's Kyler Murray. Go ahead, Drew. Josh Allen. All right. Definitely Josh. Uh, they, I mean, they're close. Like, um, Murray's had more rushing touchdowns. Really? Josh had more passing touchdowns. Um, Josh Allen is having the MVP season that Cam Newton had in 2015. Yeah, you're taking Murray. Yeah, I'm taking Murray. Hmm. Uh, I don't see it. I'll take – I'll just to make it – I feel like we always just do this just to make it interesting. We yeah, always, what's, the po- what's the point of doing bets that are that close and taking the same side? I know. I'll take Josh. All right. All right. 
And this one, this one's going to be fun. It's, it's a tight end bet. Oh. <laughs> and they're bad. Bad. So, Travis Kelsey is tight end one by 57 and a half points. That was a good draft pick by me for once. Yes. He is averaging 18.7 points a game. That's insane. Um, will a tight end score more than 18.7 points this week? Uh, obviously, no. So, obviously, you're taking out Kelsey, who's a top 10, 12 tight end. Hayden Hurst is a top 12 tight end. And Dalton Schultz is a top 12 tight end. So, you're losing three top 12 tight ends. Will a tight end score more than Travis Kelsey's average 18.7? I will – God, I always have hope for Titans. I don't know why. Um, I'm going to say yes. Drew? So am I in on this bet or am I just helping you guys? It's just your opinion. You're, Nothing, no ramifications. Keep track well, on your own, you know what I mean? I don't care either way. <laughs> but uh, I'd say yes. Um. I'm actually going to take the over as well. Zach, I will offer you the opportunity to up the uh, over-under if you'd like. Maybe that might change my mind. What would the number be? A flat 20? I think 20. I I would take, I, see, I don't, think, I don't think I would take an over 20. Like, I mean, I'll, do, like, I'll do over on 20. See, see now, now you're making – no, I can't do that. Um, put it at uh, let's put it at uh, uh, 20.8 <laughs> I would do that I thought 18.7 was a fair number no dude somebody's going to go over because someone's going to have two touchdowns you know what I mean well Irv Smith had two touchdowns and he only scored 15 points That's he true. got two passes for two yards and two touchdowns That's true. I, I, I still think 18.7 is a little low <laughs> I'm just going with the average of the number one tight end. I, I know what you were doing, and I appreciate it. I'm still going to keep it at 18.7. All right, I'm still going over then. As am I. All right, do you have, a, do you have a, another bet? We, we need to do another yearly. You want to think of a yearly this weekend when you're watching football? Yeah, we could. Could I be in on that one? Yeah, sure. <laughs> That'd be fun. I think, yeah, we can look at that. Um, I'll look at it a little bit more. I was only prepared for – so, I mean, either, either we're going to be tied or – Yearlies are a little harder just because you try to set them up earlier in the year because yeah. you don't now know it's kind who of players weird. are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but more fun that way. That's true. <laughs> I was thinking you would definitely take the under. Dang it. No, I'm taking the over on that. So it would have to be 20 point – see, at 20.8, you would take the over still? Yeah, I'd do the over at 20.8. Yeah, I probably would still. I, I mean, there's always – you you always hope – I mean, they're going to score like 20 or zero. Oga Jibawuni. He's out. I, I'll, I'll tell you, he's going to score zero. Oga Jibawuni. All those guys named Oga Jibawuni, they come out and they put up 20 points a game. <laughs> All right. Well, it looks like we're just going to have one bet this week or two bets. Which is fine. Yeah, there will be a push. Watch, watch the top tight end score like eighteen point seven. Watch at the average, and we'll both lose. Oh my god, that'd be amazing. It'd be awful. Watch Jimmy Graham score twenty points. Yeah, exactly. See, that's what I'm saying, man. One guy could score twenty out of nowhere, even though Kelsey's not there. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been every week. There's been one guy that hovers around 20. Like there was one week, like tight ends and week two, everyone was like all happy about tight ends. There was like seven guys that had 20 points for tight ends. Mm -hmm. Since then, I was maybe one a week that has like 20. I had Gronkowski who decided to come out and say that he's only a blocker. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's definitely acting like he's only a blocker. Yeah. But, all right. Well, I thought I'd get you on that one. I, I always try to pick ones like ahead of time. Like I'm, I'm usually on a side, at least on a few of them. Right. Um, I was definitely thinking you would take the under on that, especially with no, with three, top twelve tight ends out. It's but, just tight ends are so damn random, man. Watch the top one be like twelve points this week. Um, I could see Gerald Everett out of nowhere putting up twenty points. 
Good. He's coming off of injury. And um, Ross Dwelly could score 20. <laughs> Jacob Nancy Miss Antonio Gates and uh, Gonzalez, huh? Absolutely. Greg Olson. Um, how about um, – Dude, that guy uh, is so Bray. slow. Greg Olson is so slow, dude. Have you watched his highlights? I would never throw that dude the ball. He's like 30 years old. That yeah, dude, I was going to say what happened. Yeah, dude, that guy has a better chance catching the ball in open field if he's in the if he's in the damn, you know, at the podium, calling the game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's tight ends are like tight ends a waste. Everyone we always talk about it. Everyone has high hopes for tight ends this year. Um, Travis Kelsey, like I said, fifty-seven and a half points better than Darren Waller. Darren Waller's number two. Darren Darren Waller. Here's here's a fine. Darren Waller and Kelsey have about. Uh, within about three catches of each other. But Kelsey has three more touchdowns and double his yards. That's what, that's what you get when you play with Patrick Mahomes and Derek Carr. Well, Derek Carr is throwing a lot of bubble routes to Darren Waller. They're throwing lots yeah. of tight end screens. So, not a lot of catches, but yeah. Needless to say, I'll still be intrigued by the tight end bet. All um, right. The other two are going to be close. Drew, do you have anything else to add? Um, no, I don't. <laughs> Fair enough. All good. That was an open-ended question. You didn't have to have anything to add. It's fine. All right. <laughs> and with that, I say my condolences to Justin Jackson. And we're going to go ahead and end this podcast. Zach, do you have anything else to add? Nope. Um, one other thing. Um, actually, I do. Uh, trade deadline is next week. Um, trades have to be in and accepted by the 20th of November. Um, trade season's winding down. Don't think there's going to be a whole lot coming in the next week. Uh, most people are settled in and in for the long haul at this point now. Yeah. Um, I think this year we might want to encourage people to try to make a push towards the deadline just so we have a little bit more fun. You know what I mean? I'm always dealing. I'm I'm always ready to deal. All right. And with that, we end the 11th episode you said 10th at the beginning, but it is the 11th. It is the 11th. I know I said 10th at the beginning. I said, wait a second. We're in week 10, which means it's the 11th episode because we did one before yep. the week. All right. And with that, we end this episode. Enjoy these tunes. Today, forget it, tomorrow is nada The present is right here through the breath Watch it, atheist Jesus peace Hanging on a cross We sit and discuss God on lawn chairs About how we got here, what it is, what it isn't shit Fate versus faith, scrimmaging with coincidence Leave out the marketing, hold up on the business end Focus on the genuine, and everything else You can shed the skin I was a couple moves away from being dead in that ER overdosing, eyes bleeding red I fell in love, made an album, got a buzz Lost it all, sobered up, and guess what? Now we meet again, and I'm back Finally just slapping Expectations are resentments waiting to happen Studying the Dharma, karma, Vipassana Practice Baha'u'llah, Buddha, God to the mountaintop And I'm traveling, learning Yes, reflecting on what matters People Permanence, lack of attachments In space and time, a couple man-made distractions To measure a spirit that no human could ever capture Search, <laughs> this booth is my Vatican I don't control life, but I control how I react to it Student of the breath, brick beats, I'm balancing Desire versus truth until I finally find happiness I'm gone Lying in that casket, I'd be lying on the beat 
If I said I didn't know what that is The world's a stage and we play a character I found him It took me 20-something years and a bunch of shitty sound checks I'm not gonna be content till I find gratitude Regardless of my sales or the record deals at the hand of you If the next generation takes a legacy and samples you We'll have a bunch of MP3s and misled kids to pass them to I use my veins to create the color I paint from Delve into self until my heart becomes my paintbrush I told my mama I'm not stopping till my name's up Thinking those comments on that blog is gonna save us Searching for everything but God to validate ya Get insecure and then we start blaming the haters Used to look to women to fill a part of me that was vacant Truth, the only thing that I ever used in moderation So I stare into this paper instead of sitting at a cubicle Take all the ugly shit inside and try to make it beautiful Use the cement from rock bottom and make it musical So the people can relate to where I've been, where I'm going What I've seen, what I've heard from the guts Fuck the glory, just a person on a porch Putting it all into recording Many in my past and many that came before me I just keep walking my path and blessed to share my story, my story.